0: You are being called back to your wild, whispers in the winds, messages in the light, guides in the clouds, strength in the trees, the healing embrace of water. Come back to the wisdom in yourselves, the knowing in your senses, the truth in your heart. Feel the power of your eternal being. Nature is your truth. Drop into the pole. Give her your divine time. Let yourself turn down the noise and turn up your soul. You hold the lock. The elements hold the key. They wait forever ready. Welcome to the raw and wild hearts, a place where the raw, the unfiltered, the wild hearts gather to celebrate triumphs and hardships, learn from each other, grow together, And break down a culture rooted in fear we will talk we will laugh and we will lean on each other about everyday life experiences that we could all use a little support through and then we'll bask in the wild magical beings that we are my philosophy is that by embracing the dark we may just let in the light i am your host Lori rising healer educator writer adventurer retreat leader birth defender and animal enthusiast and activist, along with my wild heart sidekick kitty, Jesus the Brave, we'd like to invite you to get excited about the wild heart revolution. Hello everyone, welcome to today's episode. It's called, What's a Spiritual Awakening and How Do I Get One? The Question of the Year, The Talk of the Town, The Bee's Knees. You know what I mean. Let me throw out some buzzwords. Ascension work, star family, personal planets, retrogrades, higher consciousness, dimensional shifting, timeline shifts, alignment, spirit guides, age of Aquarius, star beings, astral travel, and so much more. These words have become bigger and brighter now more than ever thanks to a drastic shift in our lifestyle with a bunch of planets moving into Aquarius, and honestly, the veil between us and the heavens, as I tend to call it, is thinner than it's ever been. I'm now getting the intuitive hit that it's time for us to have an intimate talk about all these energy shifts and awakenings happening now faster and deeper than ever. I've really spent my whole life waiting for this moment, so let's do this. We really should understand how to align in a way that harnesses these powers that we have available to us now on this planet. Maybe you've heard there's a mass awakening. This is it. We are in it, and opening up to it is where we sync up with our higher selves and live from a place of joy and love. Resisting it and the huge changes taking place can catapult you further into fear and divide. Something to think about for sure. But opening up means doing the work. We have to participate in our growth, y'all. It might feel uncomfortable since we've been giving a bunch of power away in our lives, but we are waking up to the mass changes and the collective power needed here. So here we are, me and you, you and me. We're going to explore this beautiful landscape, unpack these concepts, and hopefully make it all a bit more accessible. If you are divine curious, not sure where to begin, or feel the pull to more, I'm here to be a source of inspiration and information on how to develop a practice that drops you into this precious alignment with source energy, your divinity, and the unbridled joy that accompanies higher dimensional living. Not to say we won't experience hardship, emotional, spiritual, and physical. We are in this human experience, and that includes the full array of glorious feelings we hold. But it is in this ascension work that you gather resilience, adaptability, and a much healthier process filter for all that comes. And when we are fully integrating our divine souls with our human body, that's the bliss, baby. It's where we have this beautiful ability to detach from ego, which leads to living in unconditional love, which creates healthier communities. Clearly there's work to do here, but by doing your work, you emanate a vibration of love that others pick up on, which may just spark a fire in them to become divine curious about creating that kind of change for their lives, and on and on. You see how we can change the world without our limitation of language here, yes? I feel deeply that part of my soul's purpose here at this time is to be a bridge between the spirit world and the flesh human world. I aim to do it in a way that quells any overwhelm while simultaneously stokes your spiritual experiences in a way that your practice becomes a non-negotiable. So let's talk about the basics of spirituality. It's like soul growth 101. It's ascension work, higher consciousness, and ultimately practicing love. Can you believe we have to practice love y'all? Well. We do, because we've been practicing scarcity from the energies that raised us. So now we're undergoing the dehypnosis of mindsets to rediscover our innate nature, which is love. I have some really incredible guests coming up that will support you in moving into multidimensional living, astrological enhancement, and unconscious programming breakthroughs, including the goddess and agent of change Je T'aime Cherie, the one and only Queer Cosmos, astrologer extraordinaire Colin Bedell, Rock Your Purpose and Mindset coach Emily Perry, and so many more. I feel like I kind of want to reset the room, yep, a little Clubhouse reference there, and explore how to best harness these powerful energies and consciousness shifts that are available. A lot of us who have been on the healing spiritual path throughout our lives have been like waiting for this awakening for lifetimes. We are light work on steroids right now, y'all. Having an extended stay with my family right now has reminded me that many people are just now coming online to this world. There's a reason for that. The energies are moving faster or more powerfully, so much so that people who are not even seeking higher consciousness in their earth bodies are feeling these shifts. They're being nudged by the universe without even asking. This embodiment is available to each and every one of us should you choose to accept. But before I get deeper into this bucket of love, let's chat for a few minutes about today's sponsor, BetterHelp. That's H-E-L-P. You know I'm a huge fan of talk therapy. There's EMDR, EFT, shadow work, Hakomi, embodiment, process work, all the things. It's professional counseling in the comfort of your own home. The telehealth appointments are private and more affordable than traditional counseling, and they do offer financial aid, For me, being on the go, telehealth has been tremendously supportive with the flexibility and with the huge transitions my life has been undergoing by doing all of these practices we're chatting about today. Now more than ever, online appointments are the norm, and BetterHelp is perfect to access more diversity in therapists and accessibility in general. They truly want you to have an easy and supportive experience. If your first therapist isn't a great fit, it's free and encouraged to switch at any time. And as a wild heart warrior, you get 10% off your first month when you go to www.betterhelp.com forward slash raw and wild hearts. The link is below in the show notes as well. Thank you so much for being here, for listening and supporting. I'm beyond grateful for your time and presence. I work to bring you soul shifting and life changing exchanges and I'm so stoked when you resonate. If you listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Leave a star rating and review. It only takes a few minutes, and they all mean so much to my mission and in getting these exchanges out to more ears in the world. And share them with your communities. I mean, seriously, let's change the world together. So back to the conversation at hand. Imagine a world where people live in balanced energies, harmoniously, coming from unconditional love. Detached from ego, this is the new earth I want to be a part of, one where social justice prevails, all of our community's basic needs are met at a minimum, healthcare is holistic, we look to local business first, our divinity guides us in true abundance. Spoiler alert, this is available to us. We do have to create this reality. We have to work together in our prayers, our intentions, and our actions to shift this reality. It is in our sovereignty that we come together in strength where we do find these innate truths. We are all interconnected through what I like to call source energy. And astrology is churning out like hotcakes nowadays since we're being called back to our home and our higher selves. I think we can all agree that 2020 has brought many things. Feelings, changes, fears, hardships, loves, enlightenment, adaptability, resistance. I mean, you name it. Being faced with changes to our normal way of life will catapult our stuff to the surface. I, for one, dove in. I felt the energy shifts and opportunities for growth down to my bones. It quite literally placed us back into ourselves, which became a chance to rediscover many parts of our abilities and magic that have been learned out of us for a very, very long time. The change that I'm most excited about is the dismantling of old systems that were put in place to benefit a small fraction of the population. I love the money mindsets that are drastically shifting individually as well as collectively. I feel abundance and sharing wealth coming online in new and creative ways. We're no longer coloring in the lines and it feels so good. Listen, change is never easy. We've been running in these systems for this long, in part, because changing them probably felt pretty overwhelming, if not impossible. But with big shakeups come big beliefs and big reckonings. We really are a reflection of every part of life. So let me say this to your ears right now. Things do not have to be really difficult to achieve a goal. Failure is not real. Your timeline is based on immediate gratification, comparison, and ego, which we are dismantling with all of these powerful Aquarian energies coming in. The divine unfolding of events happens much slower and much better than if we got what we thought we wanted right away. We really have to get out of the battle of time, which means we have to unpack our culture of lack. Universal time runs in years. Ego time tends to want to run in days or weeks every single time something didn't seem to work out in the linear path that we had carved out, it's because there are various roads that can lead to that goal. Some longer, some shorter, but the only way to become aware of them is by a course correction, and in that new path, we might just meet up with a new possibility that takes us to deeper creation and abundance. If we sidestep the unfolding of events... We might actually skip a bunch of steps in the process that ground us, teach us, and lead us to the next thing in an abundant way. It is necessary for the soul to move through steps that our ego would oftentimes like to skip. Interesting to think of it that way, huh? Reframing all of these automatic mindsets can create some pretty big ahas and create a pretty amazing reality. Doing ascension work and practicing higher consciousness work happens the most during our shadow time, meaning when we get hit by heavy emotions, when we want to stay in bed, when we engage in toxic patterns, when we're feeling internal, wanting to hibernate, maybe feel anxious, have communication quandaries, defensiveness, honestly, even when we're feeling victimhood. This is also where astrology and our natural alignment with the rhythms of the planet become extremely supportive. When we own our full experience and emotion, as well as understand how planetary movements affect us generally and personally through our natal astrology imprint at the exact time and location of our birth, we are better equipped to move through the flows and fluctuations of life. Molly McCord and I talked about how your natal chart can be a really comforting guide as you move through very significant periods in your life. It's like there's a snapshot of the universe taken at the moment of birth, and every movement after that time relates to you uniquely. Every movement of the planet and of the universe. I post often about the astrological energies and how to work with them, but more so how to move through them when they are intense. As a body worker, I know we have the ability to shift, release, and heal through movement. Our bodies are our biggest conduit to our spirit self. We hold all of our consciousness and experience and ancient knowledge within our cells and DNA. It's all inside, but we've never really learned to access those parts of us. We were told a system was in place to just take care of our health. They were all knowing. They had all the tests and answers. This is some deep subconscious programming. And this is why all of the practice we're talking about today might feel a little bit resistant, might feel unattainable. It can feel pretty difficult at times too. But what that message never told us was that we have innate medical wisdom pumping through our bodies. We were born with it. Humans were not created defenseless. We were created to support ourselves. We never learned what focused intention and love could create for our evolution. I was watching a rabbit the other day and I thought about how animals travel far beyond their nests and how they engage every sense to navigate new territory as well as their return. If a rabbit has this kind of ability, surely humans do too. But we've created systems to replace all of those internal abilities. We've become dependent on language as our sole communicator. We've relied on our thinking brains to control our experience and our bodies. Our senses can probably be lying dormant at this point. So how do we shift this? Let's keep going. The other day, when I was talking about the Mercury retrograde on Instagram, someone replied to my story with this. Is it just me, or do these emotional astrological periods just keep coming? I want to get a bountiful relief period that holds for a while. Winky face. And to this I say, no, no, it's not just you. Everyone wants that. We live in an immediate gratification culture. We didn't learn how to truly drop in and move with the fluctuations of life and the universe. The reason the astrological periods are feeling more intense, especially for you, Aria, what we'll call her, is because you came into this life at a higher state of consciousness already, so you feel your nature when it shifts. And because the veil is thin and we can access source energy easier now, We feel the squares, the transits, and conjunctions, the retrogrades, so much deeper. Those are just some of the planetary movements that astrology covers. There's so much more to understand, but today is more of an overview of how we can deeply work with the energies to support our highest good and purpose here on planet Earth. Please, do stick around until the end to hear a bomb list of astrologers to learn and receive guidance from. So what's a better solution to feeling peaceful with the fluctuation? It's learning how to work with the intense energies. What if I told you that emotional fluctuations are normal? What if we learned that from childhood on, just like the weather is? What if every day the sun was out, it was 73 degrees Fahrenheit with very little wind? Imagine that. Every day. For forever. (laughs) It's starting to feel stifling, right? We are the weather, babes. Our cells vibrate with the flow of life and energy all around us. We are interwoven. We are extensions. Let's normalize emotional shifts and give ourselves grace to work with them. It is in this resistance that we can create judgment, which can lead to self-deprecation, and on and on. This can become a vicious cycle. And friends, let me tell you that we can become very comfortable in our pain. It can become our identity. Habitual thoughts... Can become physical reality. We're so powerful. And when we get into our repetition groove, watch out. We can become very stuck in that tension. I know. I've been there. I was there for years in one of my dark nights of the soul. But really, are you drawn to the outdoors? Does fresh air elevate your experience? Does it lift you up? Deepen your presence? Does it fuel your energy? What if we were in a culture where we had reverence for rest, rejuvenation, and outdoor connection. I mean, we already know that we would be more productive and more aligned with our true soul purpose and living in deeper balance and joy since we'd have the space to share that purpose, change the world, and live in soul integrity. Yes, right, in a perfect world. Well, let's look at Finland. Here's a living example of how the school children there are rated amongst the highest in the world because they have four-hour days, mostly outdoors, with no homework. it's kind of completely backwards from the system we're all used to right if we do in fact start working with the energies and opening up the flow to life in general i promise we can expect a great return it's really the only result okay so let's talk mercury retrograde we're in one right now They come and go. They happen pretty often. And I just want to offer four easy and useful tools to engage in during the retrograde. This is an example of how we flow with the energies, how information is knowledge and knowledge is power. So it's a wonderful time to disengage and reflect, especially if you're starting to feel triggered and defensive and reactive. It's a great time to look within. Take stock. Use this as extra information. And lastly, triple check things like contracts, deals, technology. I'm sure you've heard some of these before, but I just wanted to give a few concrete samples of how we can use awareness and adaptability through our weather changes. See it as a positive. It's time to slow down and be more mindful. Heck, maybe these practices will translate to other times as well. I've been feeling the pull to do this episode for a little while now. And I was told very clearly that the time is now. As spirit would have it, we have six planets in Aquarius this week and the Aquarius new moon. The last time this happened was in the dark ages and when the plagues ended and the renaissance or rebirth began. Some of the characteristics of the renaissance included a renewed interest in classical antiquity, a rise in humanist philosophy, a belief in self, human worth, and individual dignity and radical changes in ideas about religion, politics, and science. Is this starting to sound familiar? We've spent 2020 coming back into our sovereignty in the face of drastic change and in the face of our own mortality. Were we going to adapt or resist? I'm beyond grateful that I did choose to come in to be a part of this awakening and shift. I held the belief, I created my career around supporting others in their life force, But now it's happening quicker and easier than ever. We have messages coming into our senses, our dreams, our interactions, our gut. This is why alignment matters. I've been told in my exchanges that fear is the block to the spirit world. But the healing of deep-rooted fear we hold in this culture is layered. It takes work to unpack it and release it. It takes intention and dedication. But I know how beautiful it is to experience that kind of abundance in spirit. It keeps me coming back time and again to center and strip away those unconscious beliefs that spread over our lives. We are in one of the most unique periods of our history. And I want to tell you how special it is that you as well as I have chosen to be in these bodies at this time. Along with these shifts humanity hasn't seen in centuries is the reemergence of the divine feminine and sacred masculine. There's a great balancing of these energies taking place within as well as without. Can you feel the changes within yourself? We're literally dismantling large harmful systems that have been steeped in hidden corruption and dismantling internal systems that were unconsciously developed throughout our lives. This is something I like to call reflection work when you feel triggered or reactive to anything in your environment, it's a great invitation to look within. We got really used to blaming the outside world for a long time, but as our sovereignty and power rises, we realize that we are the creator of our lives. And as a trauma-informed healer of many years, I knew this container was possible. But I'll be honest, the struggle and people's resistance to their healing became a little bit tiresome. There were few that truly knew that when they flowed and opened to the trauma release in a confident way, deep healing and transformation happened holistically and pretty quickly. You can imagine my joy that the solar system is giving us a big-ass boost in this area. Like I said, we're in a period of light work on steroids so you can easily integrate this knowledge and understanding. The support's there waiting to take your hand. This is why I want you to practice. This is why I hold your space to honor the shadow, allow yourself to follow your body's wisdom with a strength and trust in knowing that when you heal, you change the world. But it's also in those periods of rest and reflection, and sometimes in balance, that you engage your practice. This is your sole call to source energy. We receive support when we ask loves. Has it been hard for you to ask for help throughout your life? Hard to accept a compliment? Hard to receive a gift? Those are messages from a cultural wounding of competition and comparison. We are meant to connect. We are our best selves when we give and we give freely. This is the beautiful state of detached ego that comes with the balancing of our divine feminine and sacred masculine. They're meant to work in harmony where we honor our intuition, emotional flow, and fluctuation like the weather in a strong and confident way. We truly understand that this, is where health lies. This is where our innate condition of love lives. Here's another great question to ponder during transformation, because again, we cannot break down archaic systems by staying the same. How do you stay adaptable, curious, and centered inside when there is fear, chaos, and fractured energy on the outside? I'll give you a hint, and it starts with the letter P. Practice. Practice alignment, babes. Practice until it becomes automatic. It will make the fluctuations in life so much more comfortable along with so much less drama. Our practice is how we strip away programming that suppressed our natural magical abilities, our clairvoyance, telepathy, creativity, and default of love. We've been practicing resistance and scarcity for a very long time without our efforts. Imagine what's possible with your dedication and intention. But for reals, it turns out what we thought was stability in our culture and in our world was actually stagnation. How could we possibly heal ourselves and the earth without flow? This is very much a theme in every system or area of our life. Relationships, money, health, social systems, financial systems, energy systems, education systems, government systems... But also know that to make great change, it can be jarring and feel unstable if you're still holding on to your controlled life. So, these practice techniques will be your guide when things are intensifying on the outside. It's your choice right now go into the fear or embrace adaptability and flow. I can guarantee you this 2021 will bring surprises, changes, and what may feel like instability, but is actually what creates more stability for change. Does that make sense? Because we can't change without flow. And with flow comes adaptability. And with adaptability comes expansion. So it's in the instability that you can practice being flexible with non-attachment, which may just be the unlocking of ultimate peace. Buddhists have been doing it for a long time. I think they're probably on to something. But this is important to know because our nervous system could take some hits here. We are not used to upheaval in our carefully cultivated systems and the people that profit from them will only tighten their grip during this time. Chaos could be one result, so it's important to strengthen your nervous system and nurture it. Give yourself a reset often, just like your higher consciousness practice does for your energy. This doesn't mean you have to take out two hours to go to a yoga class. You never have to do that. But if you feel called, hell yeah. But what's important is doing the small and consistent things. A few examples are breath of fire, cat-cow, and a hot-cold flush. All of these are great for you, your immune system, and your soul. These techniques you can look up online, but I do also share them with you in my living pain-free challenge, as well as my Instagram stories when the energies are getting pretty intense and heavy out there. Along with these huge Aquarian movements, the energies are definitely intensifying. The Earth is actually moving faster. You may feel like you're in overdrive. You may even experience ascension symptoms, body discomfort. I get neck integrations often. Check out what area of the body your sun sign is correlated with. It may be where you feel major integration happen. You might feel lethargic, anxiety, physical symptoms, headaches, hunger, thirst. Just be curious. Give yourself the grace to slow down for the integration and get yourself into alignment. You should practice so that you have a go-to move to sync up in higher dimensions anywhere, anytime. Or let's at least aspire to that. Get out of resistance, babes, and get into sovereignty. Another side effect of COVID. A lot fell on you to figure out. You could have either adapted or resisted. You can feel into your body and know. But stay light here and know that you can move into adaptability at any point on this journey. You can choose to learn, to seek out, and to work with your nature and source energies always. A big lesson I've integrated is that we usually have invitations or openings to move into flow with life source. And if we resist, there comes a point where the universe tends to make it happen. And when the universe gets to that point, it usually comes with maybe a hefty dose of karma for us to work out to boot. As we strip away the wounded mentality of scarcity and lack, get more connected with our higher self, We may just start answering the initial invitations from a place of trust and faith. Programming is real and manifestation is now more accessible than ever before. I want you to sit with this for a bit. Manifestation is readily available. It is happening whether we know it or not. So this can go either way. We can manifest resistance just as easily as flow. So again, be curious about everything in your energy field. We are receiving all the time. We are creating all the time. When you believe that everything that you experience may be there for guidance, we get messages and clarity much quicker and easier. Are you resisting changes that are happening easily? Are you holding on to a previous version out of fear, control, or safety? Does resistance feel more normal than flow and ease and trust? That's the big one. We can only let go of control when we learn to trust in the process. Our birthright as magical beings is coming back online. We are made to love, to experience peace and joy, to be sensual beings of light, to dance, to celebrate, to honor the fluctuation in this human experience, and to be curious, adaptable, and expansive. So let's chat about some tools for practice in your alignment with your higher consciousness, with the energy grid with the earth, the solar system and higher dimensions. This is the work that's most important when you're feeling off or out of balance because I've said it before and I'll say it again, this is where your sweet spot for soul growth is. Let me tell you, I spent most of 2020 doing womb healing, ancestral healing and abandonment work. I cannot tell you how freaking amazing it is to have a practice that hands down works every time I get revisited by a trigger that's trying to rear its little head again, I literally can shift it by doing my work. And as I drop deeper into my alignment, hold that vibrational frequency, I magnetize abundance from that vibration. My world opens up and flow, my relationships change, my job changes, my money mindset changes. I create a life of intention and harmony. Is it easy? Not all the time. Like I said, we're in this human experience. The emotions and the fluctuation are going to continue. This is the frequency I was uniquely made to share in the healing of this planet and people. What if we were all able to do that? Yes, there is much struggle and pain and injustice. I used to get overwhelmed by the anger, violence, the inequity, that I would become paralyzed. What I now know deep in my cells is that I am doing a huge injustice by dimming my light because others are struggling. When I do my work, when I honor the privilege that I have to do that work and create a life of full vibrational harmony, I emit a frequency to the planet that shifts people, systems, the anger and hate. And as I shine my light in the world, I have the capacity to make greater change from a soul that quite literally can make miracles happen through intention. We are powerful, y'all. We're so powerful. When we work our energy together, we can change the weather because we are the weather. We can influence how our communities make decisions. We can do anything in the vibration of love. But let me throw out a few of my favorite higher dimensional ascension work tools, my go-tos. I'll include a video download in the show notes all about mirror work. This is one of the keys to your uninhibited, wild, and romantic self-love. By signing up for my email list, you will receive so much more to support you in developing a practice. So stick around for all of that and more. So there's sage for energy clearing, cedar for protection. I love candle magic. You allow the flame to hold your intentions. Breath work. This is huge. If nothing else, please begin a breath work practice. One minute at a time whenever the energy is feeling blocked or stuck. You can enjoy the results immediately. I do believe breathwork is our portal to our highest selves. I love baths with Epsom salts. Let's talk about nutrition. Nutrition for your soul. Turn down the noise. It's still gonna be there. Allow yourself to have an awareness to streamline your consciousness without being consumed by it. And then there's cellular nutrition. Clean, healthy nutrition opens up the telepathic communication lines. This drops you deeper into your support and guidance through a body that's functioning in health and light. It's really great to learn about present moment process work. When you're feeling off, when you're feeling triggered or reactive, take yourself into the present moment and sense things around you. Engage your senses. You can use your sense of smell, your sense of touch, your sense of hearing as some examples. Guided meditation. I have several in this podcast and on my YouTube channel, but I'm telling you, there is a plethora of people out there putting out wonderful support in this arena. There's hypnosis outdoors. My best analogy here is that we are plants. We need sun, air, water, nourishment, period. Right now, just going outside can quickly drop you into alignment. That's how readily available the support is. Take inventory of your life. Where are your lower vibrational karmic loops? What relationships need to be cut out now? I love a good cacao ritual. This is heart medicine and intention work. Have a journal. Write your dreams down. Do some process work. Mirror work. Movement. Yoga. I do enjoy spontaneous dancing, especially outside. Intuitive exercise follow your body's needs, break the resistance cycle, regular talk therapy with all the various modalities. Embodiment work is my favorite. There are workshops, online courses, podcasts. My podcast walks are like a support group on high because I'm getting that beautiful dose of fresh air, sunshine, weather, the earth, and I'm listening to a wonderful support group that elevates my experience through my stream of consciousness. There are so many free resources, y'all. I'm pumping them out and so are almost all light workers. We know what's possible right now. And when we create a dimensional shift together, we literally can change the world quite quickly. Recently, I told someone to write these two affirmations down on a post-it note and read them every day. When we feel hella uncomfortable, it's typically when we have to stretch. And that's precisely the time that we want to retreat like hell back to our comfort zone and stay in that zone. But that's not where the growth lives, friends. So these are two simple and real affirmations to live by. I choose myself over comfort. I choose every part of my day. When you choose yourself, you choose growth. When you own your choices every day, you empower yourself and your sovereignty. Do the motion. Repeat, until it feels aligned and you crave it. I'm going to leave you with one final thought today. It's a powerful one, and I believe it's the way we can drastically change the world in one generation. It's through birth. I call myself a birth defender because we have gone so far down a wounded rabbit hole in our birthing system. Hear me out here. Birth is the microcosm. Our society is the macrocosm. We can look at every single part of how birth was made to work well, and how we have manipulated and changed birth in such a way that it no longer flows the way it was made to. What does this really come down to? Well, there's a lot to unpack here, which is why I'm writing a book on it, but fear. Fear from the birthing system, fear of the transcendental power of women, fear from our culture. When we stop trying to control birth, when we create a positive, loving environment, Birth tends to work the way it was made to work, with the mother's divine intuitive medical wisdom. Y'all, birth was made before doctors and hospitals and machines. When we release fear, we create a positive, nurturing environment, and in that space we thrive. Maybe as we dismantle these systems and stop pushing against resistance, the flow opens and we get to experience the divine human truth, which is love. Anna Wall said, Imagine if with one generation, every child was consciously conceived, every mother was wonderfully supported, and every birth was birthed as naturally as possible. We would change the world. So, I hope that that was helpful, I hope it was accessible, and I hope it was inspiring. These are just some of the many random thoughts and experiences that I have to relate through this spiritual awakening we are all undergoing. I'm here to support you in every way possible and to help you reignite your life force and divinity. Please check out my website. Like I said, get on my email list for lots of free support. I try to inspire and create wonderful, robust health through my Instagram and my awaken your life force retreats will be coming back once travel is open again until then i'll be releasing my awaken your life force pelvic floor therapy digital course to enhance your spiritual opening and journey this is where we usually talk about who our dream guests are and why i am including so many of my absolute favorite astrologers in this dream guest question They can provide you with spirit-blowing support as we move into places of uncharted energetic and cultural territory. We are literally playing out the planetary shifts in every single moment, just like the weather. My suggestion to you is to find a couple that really speak to your way of communicating and learning, the ones that create that deep spark of resonance in your soul. First up, a huge friend to the show and a very special and giving soul here on Earth, Molly McCord. We do have two previous episodes. I'll link below in the show notes. Go and check them out. They're super fun. Molly offers so much for your journey. As an intuitive astrologer, she has beautiful messages and visions to share in relation to how the planets are moving and interacting through the signs. She does a twice weekly podcast for free. I mean, I know how much work goes into podcasts, so this is such a beautiful offer to all of us to make great change in the world. She also has super affordable courses in astrology and spiritual business support. She's authored at least 10 books. And if you align with social justice astrology, there are two astrologers that are so thoughtful and on point with their clear message of justice and equality for all and how we can include astrology in that plight. They are Jessica Landilu, I think that's how you say it, Landilu, and Chani Nicholas. Another wonderful educator in astrology is Annie Botticelli. We just had an episode a few weeks ago called The Heart of Manifesting with Annie Botticelli. I'll link below in the show notes. But she is so detailed and in-depth with her forecasts, I can't get enough of it. If you want to really understand the science of astrology and more, Annie is your guide. She also has a YouTube channel where she shares tons of free resources, and she has a new book out called Planetology, as well as an entire online school. And finally, some super fun peeps that pour out through kick-ass energy, personality, and their world authenticity are Colin Bedell, also known as Queer Cosmos, who will be coming on the show next month, also Six from Black Women Cry, and Chris Corsini. It's always a blast to follow their Instagram stories. So check them all out. Get yourself a well-rounded team of kick-ass spiritual supporters. Get your flow on because it's much nicer in the flow, babes. Until next time, cheers. And with that, let's normalize the struggles, celebrate the quirks, and lean into the light. From myself and Beezus the Brave, (laughs) happy Wild Heart Revolution, friends. Heyo, are you resonating with what I'm throwing down? If that's an emphatic yes, I would love to invite you to the Wild Heart Patreon membership team. For as little as $3 a month, you can support my mission Get more content and enjoy some pretty cool perks and bonuses. Come on over and check out the page. The link is below in the show notes. And I can't wait to keep cranking out this wild heart revolution with all of you, babes.